Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. It's better to be prepared, be prepared. for an opportunity, for an opportunity. And, not and not have one than to have an opportunity, have an opportunity. And, not and not be prepared. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. When the banks say no, money in a flash dot money says yes. Go to money in a flash dot money today. Five minute application, immediate answer. Visit money in a flash dot money today. You're not paying attention. No, 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 no. Pay attention. Every adult in your family should have a current will. Who's going to take care of your children if something happens to you? Are you going to just let the courts decide their welfare? If you become ill, who's going to stand over your bed making decisions regarding your health care? If you pass away, who's going to handle your business? Visit www.howtogetawill.com to learn more. Handle your business now. None of this will be a worry for you tomorrow. Visit www.howtogetawill.com and handle your business. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black, all news, all you. We're changing the way Chicago communicates with the world. CBBN Business Journals, weekdays at 11 a.m. CST. To listen now, visit Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. Sonia Cassandra Perdue, Executive Producer. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, Executive Producer of Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, and your host for this segment, which is our CBBN Business Journal segment, where we interview innovators, authors, and business owners from all around the world. Our guest today will be Mr. Kevin Young. Kevin is a dynamic and innovative leader with extensive experience in many industries, such as urban farming, drone technology, environmental advocacy, as well as his military service background. His academic background in management information systems further bolsters his ability to bridge the gap between technology, agriculture, and community engagement. And we're going to talk touch bases on all those things. So we got a lot to cover today. Before we bring him on, I want to remind you that all of our shows from the very beginning have been dedicated to keeping the memory of Mayor Hale Washington on the minds and in the hearts of his people. Mayor Washington was also a military man. During that period, he completed more than 100 correspondence courses. Some people don't play around and some people just don't waste time, okay? That made him a very diverse man. He could hold a conversation about many, many things. A lot of degree was one thing, but having general knowledge about a lot of other things made him the man that he was. Don't worry about it. If you haven't taken any classes in a while, you can still get started anytime, anytime. Sometimes we get stuck, but you can be like Harold Washington and take as many classes as you wish because we live in a time where so many things are available to us. So let's get unstuck. Let's get this, let's get this going. Kevin Young is going to talk about a couple of courses that he's teaching, which at this time you can complete at no cost. Before we get started, 
So we want to also mention that Small Business Saturday this year is on November 25th, and Chicago's Black Business Network will be hosting a business empowerment breakfast from 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. at Bronzeville's Elite Event Spot. Absolutely anything essential located at 3521 South King Drive. Chef Robert Kelly is our culinary host, and Mr. Philip Fairweather, CEO of Entrepreneurs Academy, will be our guest speaker. You can find out more and get tickets at foodfriendspurpose.com. That's foodfriendspurpose.com. Our theme is certainly fitting for small business owners like you. Ten things you should know before starting a business. Philip Fairweather will lay it all out for you. We look forward to breaking bread with you and connecting with you. This will be a full day of activities, including a tree lighting ceremony. Visit AbsolutelyAnythingEssential.com to get a full schedule. That's AbsolutelyAnythingEssential.com. Can you be Nea's proprietor? Just another word about Entrepreneurs Academy. EA services Chicago's most underserved communities by hosting classes and drone photography, 3D printing training programs for small business owners that include one-on-one consultation and no cost for these communities. And we're going to talk about the urban farming program. Visit them at entrepreneursacademy.net for a full schedule of classes or to schedule an appointment for a consultation. That's entrepreneursacademy.net. Chef Robert Kelly and Chicago's Black Business Network, of which I am the founder, We'll be hosting Business Empowerment Breakfast Series all through uh, the fall and spring. So follow us for more information. I want to remind you this broadcast is designed to service African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, and you're listening to CBBN Business Journal. To be a guest, give us a call, 773-609. 2226. Let's welcome Calvin Flowers to CBBN Business Journal. How are you, Calvin? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, allowing me to be here this morning. Great to have you. First well, of all, a- first of all, tell our audience about you, Calvin. That is, not talking about the resume, not talking about the extensive experience. Tell our audience about you. We like to get to know you. Where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Chicago? Tell us a little bit about you. So I'm the guy next door. I grew up there on the south side of Chicago in the Auburn-Gresham neighborhood. Um, I come from a very large family. I'm one of 12 siblings, and we enjoyed each and every one of us um, every day. We didn't have to find other friends to play with, so we're very close very tight-knitted family, and we're still around, and we're looking forward uh, to an upcoming um, holiday season. In fact, um, Thanksgiving and Christmas are some of my favorite times of the year. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, What high school did you attend? I attended um, Hubbard High School there on the south side of Chicago, 6200 South Hamlin, 
And at Hubbard High School, I had a remarkable experience to travel the globe as I um, got very fortunate to win um, a grant to travel the world. And um, as a junior in high school, I was very interested in nature and how our environment is a big component of, of what we do and how we live here on Earth. So I spent some time in Spain and then in Nova Scotia uh, with a few organizations. One is with the Caretakers of the Environment, where they the mission is to foster outdoor education uh, with our youth. So I got a chance to experience a lot of great things at a very young age, which uh, is why I really promote all of our youth is to really get involved and don't accept no and just try things. Think outside of the box. And it may be outside of your comfort zone, of which I was being outside of Chicago for the first time, but it was just a remarkable experience. And I highly encourage anyone to experience global travel. So that's a little bit about me. That's wonderful. Those 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 were some good no, those were some great opportunities that you have. Everyone doesn't have that, but that, those were some great opportunities. And everyone should have them. They should have, if the quality of education were uh, certainly equal in all communities, maybe not all of it, but some of it would be offered to all children. And that would make, that, the difference would be amazing. It would just be amazing to see that happen. Now, um, share a little bit about your professional background. Uh, we don't have like 20 hours, so share just a little bit about your professional background, and then we're going to go talk about some other things you're doing now. Yes, ma'am. So I'll, I'll stay very high level. I, uh, when I was in high school, I always thought that someday I will design and revolutionize how we make phone calls. So I wanted to be a, a mobile cell phone engineer. So upon leaving high school, I went to um, University of Illinois, where I was in the what they call back then the EECS, Electrical Engineering and Computer Science Program, where I, I thought that I would make these remarkable changes. <laughs> so I studied um, engineering, and then I uh, got interested in, in what the military is doing uh, from an engineering capacity. So I joined the military as an aviator working on um, defense systems, um, on helicopters and aviation, avionics. So I did that for several years and got a little bored and decided to be, I wanted to be an engineering officer. Now, um, as many folks may know, that there aren't a lot of African-American um, soldiers that have decided to commission. In fact, I think it's fewer than 1% of African-Americans that leave the enlisted branch and decide to be an officer. And as an officer, you, you take on leadership roles and you're put in, in management roles to make decisions. So I decided to do that back in 2004. And since then, I've worked as an engineering officer for the state of Illinois. And um, upon um, doing it for about, uh, I think, eight years, <laughs> um, I became an executive director for the Illinois Army and Air Force National Guard Association, and the association prides itself on taking care of or fighting for benefits for, benefits for all 25,000 Air Force 
Army, retirees, and veteran National Guard members of Illinois. So I spent um, three and a half years working as executive director fighting for these benefits. And then um, I decided I wanted to teach and give back to the community. So I found myself teaching within CPS, teaching urban and um, outdoor farming to CPS. And then um, now I'm working as a, a lead instructor for Entrepreneurs Academy, where I'm, I'm one of the instructors for hydroponics and urban farming. And I'm also teaching individuals how to get into aviation by being a drone pilot. And I teach how okay. to go and take your Part 107 um, certificate to do that. So that's a little bit about okay. my professional background. That's a little bit. I want to ask you about that commissioned officer position. Now, you said you decided to become a commissioned officer. Do you are permitted to decide that and apply for the program, or do they select people to be commissioned officers? So I always believe in, in, in putting your foot forward and being outside the box and, and trying to achieve the next level of professionalism if that makes sense. So I worked as um, an enlisted officer. That's your enlisted per person, like a private specialist, up to a sergeant. And first sergeant, I decided that, hey, I want to go reach higher. So I wanted to be an officer. And it, it's a little bit of both, where they hand select you, and you have to come forward with your credentials, such as education, and you have to score a certain a value on your ASVAB exam. So I took the ASVAB exam, I scored well, and I had the educational um, background for a, um, an officer. So I took it and went away to officer candidate school, which is one of the toughest things that I've ever done in my life. It's really tough, but um, <laughs> if I can do it, anyone can do it. So I completed uh, my commissioning here in Illinois and became a lieutenant as a engineering officer. So I had to ex um, attend additional education um, program. So I decided to go to Missouri, which is the Army Corps of Engineering course. And upon graduation, I came back to the state of Illinois as a commissioned engineering officer, one of the very few all of Illinois as an engineering officer, and uh, you know, one of few um, African-American. So positions are out there, and I tell anyone that's in the military to try to to go to that higher level, and that's being a commissioned officer. Let me ask you this. Why do you think only 1% of the military, uh, blacks in the military are commissioned officers? What's the reason that is for that? A, that is a great question, and I think it starts from education. So had I not been in a unit where there were very few black um, African-American officers, I wouldn't have knew much about it. So I had a mentor. And I think it's up to the African-American leaders of the Army community to really express the need um, for um, diversity at the top. So it has to start from the top, and it's basically educating. And one interesting fact, and I'll get off the soapbox, is that we've right now today got a two-star 
African-American general over the Illinois Army and Air Force National Guard. We haven't seen this since the early 80s, so it's a huge feat. And, um, and, and, and if you talk to him or any other young soldier, he will tell you that, hey, you can do it. And he is all about advocacy for African-Americans. By the way, his name is General Boyd, two-star general. We haven't seen one for a long time in Illinois. And also has been the typical good old boy system where these doors were not open for us, but now the doors are opening and a lot of changes are happening for us. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, and you're listening to CBBN Business Journals. Our guest today is Calvin Flowers. If you would like to be a guest, give us a call, 773-609-2226. Let's talk about some of the classes that you're currently teaching over at Entrepreneurs Academy. Let's start with uh, you providing drone pilot instruction to inner-city young adults, equipping them uh, with valuable skills for real-world employment. We're going to talk about that, too. Tell us, tell our audience, first of all, about the drone pilot instruction class, which another class starts January 8th, okay? And you can head over to entrepreneursacademy.net to register. So let's talk about that first, drone pilot instruction. We don't hear that a lot. It is something that is the buzz around town (laughs) for any individual to acquire your Aviation Part 107 license. Now, these licenses afford you the ability to go and take pictures and video from the air. Um, Without these licenses, you cannot fly a drone um, and and, and make money from it. So you have to have the Part 107 exam um, licensing in order to do that. And by the way, um, this is Calvin Young. I think you you you, you accidentally called me Flowers, <laughs> but but Calvin Young and I and I teach the course. I've been in aviation for over 20 years, and we have two courses. One is the UAV Unmanned Aerial Vehicle Drone One, which introduces you to the world of aviation, the careers that are associated with piloting a drone, and all the use cases that you can do with drones. That is part one. It's a fun class, and I currently teach over in Harvey, Illinois, at the library where we do classroom work, as well as we roll up our sleeves and, and fly, fly in, in unprotected, uh, in protected areas around Harvey, Illinois. It's a great, great career, and if anyone wants to inquire more, please reach out to us. That's part one. Now, that's a six-week class. Now, drone part two is an accelerated class to prepare you to take the part 107 examination that is put on by the Federal Aviation Administrator. And once you take that exam, you can make a lot of money flying a drone, which a lot of students are very interested because it's fun. They're no longer considered just a toy. Um, The careers are just to the sky and beyond. For instance, 
and I'll run off a few. If you want to work for a, a company that is very popular these days, Amazon, they're looking for pilots to fly drones to um, to do some research and development on the um, item delivery program. So if you haven't heard yet, out in California, there's a lot of test, test cases and research and development for you, once you order your product, you can have your, your items from your shopping cart that's digital to your front doorstep. And this is done through the use of drones. So a lot of money in that. That's just one career. Police, protection, um, security um, companies are now integrating um, drone programs as part of their arsenal to secure and, and, and do some protective things with drones. That, that's another career. And every single industry these days are now um, using drones. One very interesting drone application that I saw recently was the emergency or 911 drone. And if you're, for example, if you're in downtown Chicago and traffic is bad, um, now you can dispatch the 911 drone. Um, and that drone can come to the location that where the person um, has, has called for the drone. And that drone will walk through CPR Things and it will come with defibrillators and things like that. So very, very interesting. And, the, and from the perspective of what the pay scale is for a drone operator, it's unbelievable. They go from $50 an hour to $600, $700 an hour once you get to your Part 107 license. So they're a lot of fun, but on the professional side of things, um, you can make a lot of money flying drones, and we teach you how to do all of that in our Part 107 drone class, where you can go and find out more at entrepreneursacademy.net. Great. Today our guest is Calvin Young, and he was just sharing some things about drone technology and the classes offered by Entrepreneurs Academy. Now, uh, total number of weeks, those classes. What is that, Calvin? Yes, ma'am. The drone one is six weeks. The drone two is where the class and test prep is also six weeks. So you've got a total of 12 weeks um, with our classes. And, and with that, we believe it's ample enough to prepare you to go out and take your Part 107 and, and do some amazing things with your drone. Now, so there's what we're one talking question. About here now, I'm sorry. There's one question you didn't ask yet, and I was wait, I was hoping that you would would ask me is that, you know, um, why drones, and you know, you know, why do I think it's important? And so I'll I'll, ans I'll answer that for you. Um, so <laughs> in other communities, <laughs> in other communities, the, the drones and the the appetite to get their hands on drones to use it in a professional sense is really um, expansive, and there's a lot of interest. However, in our um, community of, communities of color, there's not enough African Americans going after these, these tech positions. And because I've been in tech for a few years, I think this is one um, segue into the world of technology. And I don't want to, I really want to make sure that our community isn't left behind. So 
the use of drone is just one way to enter into this market and really get your hands on it and learn and do some of the things that the other communities are doing that we're not doing. And this is just one reason why, because I, I want to ensure that we keep up with the rest of the world in terms of high-tech and high-tech jobs. And drone technology is the future. It's here. Absolutely. And thank you for asking that question and answering this for me. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I, and I, I want to say one thing. Now, given, and we do have a tendency to be behind in technology and just like behind in, in being commissioned uh, mm-hmm. officers in the military and other things, um, by not going for these things. Now, one thing about this drone technology, from my perspective, this is just the beginning of it. I mean, we're just touching on the beginning of what's going to happen with this drone technology. And this would be the time to get in and get experience. And we're going to talk about something else, urban farming and environmental concerns and that type of thing. And we could say the same thing about green technology. It's It's been going on in other communities and deep, 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 uh, and they've gone so far into it, but our community has not. So let's talk about urban farming and uh, environmental advocacy and that type of thing. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, um, urban farming has been a, an appetite for our communities and some of our growers. However, we've got some challenges with our urban farms. One being that we can't farm year-round. We're here in the Midwest. For folks out in Florida and Texas and other places, they can grow year-round and, and do some creative things. However, here in the Midwest, um, I quickly realized that, hey, you know what, we need to keep growing. <laughs> we need to keep growing these amazing things that that we're growing. Um, my dad was a farmer. His dad was a farmer, but they, they grew crops in Mississippi. And so with the program that I'm involved with is that we do the outdoor traditional farming like most farmers do here, but we've taken it to another level. We are doing hydroponics. Um, it's not aquaponics, but hydroponics, where with hydroponics you're using, you're growing your microgreens, and water with nutrients. So just imagine you're growing a watermelon plant (laughs) Uh, for Thanksgiving. You've got watermelon being grown for Thanksgiving or, you know, some of the other delicious things that you can't typically grow here in the Midwest. Because temperature, we need to be at at an average of 72 degrees to grow these delicious fruits um, and so we have incorporated, and I've been doing hydroponics for several years now, so we've incorporated hydroponics with our urban farming because, you know, you've got your challenges growing year-round. And why this is important to me, um, during COVID years, one of the challenges that we had, especially in our neighborhoods, where our shelves were out of goods. So if you went into a Myers or Jewel within our neighborhoods. I'm sure you can remember um, 
we didn't have we didn't have our items on our shelves. So this really was a proof that we need to really really hone in on this technology way technological way of growing um, microgreens and fruit. And it's pretty creative of the things that you can grow. In fact, last year um, during the winter months, I grew um, hibiscus. So I like the hibiscus tea infused with honey and blueberries. So I did that during the winter months, and I was able to drink that and, and keep my joints healthy. And there's so many health benefits with with growing year-round. So the story is quite compelling, and and I believe hydroponics is here. It's the future. And, and so what I'm doing now is teaching everyone I can all the powerful uh, benefits of growing your own fruit year-round. You know, I, I want to be prepared for that day when we don't have fruit and vegetables on the shelves of my local Myers. And having these um, educational means of, of, of growing your crops is very, very powerful. And I want to make sure that this generation and next generation is educated on the, these powerful tools. So that, that's those are the things that we're teaching in the the urban farming and hydroponics class. Um, so I teach wow. in the springtime we will be outdoors at our outdoor farm over by the um, the Harvey Library, but we're going to continue to grow indoors using hydroponics. Wonderful, wonderful. Kevin Young is with us today, and we're covering a whole lot of things here. I think one thing about the urban farming, and you sort of mentioned it, was that we don't want to overwhelm people. You can do uh, the cheese like you were doing, the leaves for the teas. If a mm-hmm. person is into that and they want to learn that specific thing and expand in that specific way, they don't have to grow a whole farm in their house. You know, they can learn how to do that particular thing or if there's certain uh, peppers or certain other things that they like specifically. They can do that. We don't We don't want you to feel overwhelmed and that you got to do the whole farm. I mean, if you want to do the whole farm, you can do the whole farm. But you can pick something that you really like to do and do that particular food or that particular fruit and enjoy that uh, year-round maybe or as it, you know, is harvested and that type of thing. Is that right, Kelvin? They could do it that way. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. The word hydroponics, aquaponics, any ponics can seem a little bit intimidating. The method that we're teaching in our hydroponics class is the Kratky method, Kratky, K-R-A-T-K-Y, which is a passive way of growing your fruits, vegetables, and microgreens. So you set this up one time. There's no pumps. There's no aerators. There's no worrying about um, feeding your, your, your plant every day. You set it up one time. And right now my students are using a five-gallon um, Home Depot um, bucket to grow. Um, we've got some banana peppers being grown in our lab now, and we've got some other microgreens. But you set it up one time, and then 60, 90 days later, you can harvest, depending on your type of plant that you're growing, you can harvest your plant and start all over again. 
Um, what I did with my father last season was I grew, we grew watermelon and cant- cantaloupe, watermelon, cantaloupe, and cucumber in a Kratky method. You set it up one time, 60, 90 days later, you can harvest. And we grew both in soil and we grew in a hydroponic system. Believe it or not, you won't, you probably won't believe which one was larger. Um, the the plant system and the hydroponics get to grow and eat um, 24-7. So those plants were a little bit bigger, well, quite a bit bigger than the plants that were grown in the, the soil system. Now, there's there's some data to all of this. The, the data is that in we... When you're growing hydroponics, your system is 90% more efficient than growing in soil. And you may say, why is that? Um, because when you're watering your, your plants outside your, your doorstep in your yard, uh, most of that water is getting displaced and the roots of your system is not reaping the benefits of the water. In a hydroponic system, mm. 90% of that water is being consumed by the plant. So in a hydroponic system such oh. as a container, you can grow three acres worth of crops, and those three acres are 90% e- efficient where it's not being displaced by the land. So that's why I love hydroponics. <laughs> <laughs> It is interesting. It is interesting. You got me on the teapot. I can just picture myself. Ooh, I can you know pull my little leaves out. Dry. I don't know what you do, dry them or whatever it is that you do with them, and make my uh-huh. tea. Oh my goodness, I, that's that. You got me on that part. Now, um, let me. I want to go back and ask you a question about the drone classes. What's the what's the minimum age uh, to register for the drone class, Mister Young? Yes, ma'am. Great question. Sorry I passed over that. That's why you're here. Um, so for drones, you just have to be an adult. These, The Entrepreneurs Academy are for adults right now. We're looking at incorporating a youth program. But right now, 18 and older can sign up for the classes. Okay. Okay. Same, same with the, uh, both, uh, the drone and hydroponics, same thing. You have to be 18 years of old. Of age. Oh, okay. I am so sorry. I've been telling people to bring their children to the uh, urban farming class. Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't know that. Okay. That's great. That's perfectly okay. Yes, ma'am. That's fine. So they can they can teach their children, you know, that skill or that hobby. Um, and we do need to have more hobbies now. Um, let me ask you a question, then I'm going to ask you about the Microsoft classes, and then we're going to close out. Uh, a young adult, uh, these classes are for young adults uh, from the urban community. What would you say, or what do you say, because I know you do this, what do you say to these young adults that you encounter that are in your classes and that you come across who are at the crossroads in their life. They have some big decisions to make uh, regarding career uh, and choices. What do you say to them? There's so many. What do you, what do you say to them? Yes, ma'am. For anyone that is in my class, um, many of these students get, get a spark 
from from growing um, plants or, or or learning about the wonderful world of drones. They get a spark. And at the Entrepreneurs Academy, we try to give them that spark. And um, with that spark, we'll help them build a full-scale business. For instance, there's a gentleman that I, with his wife, his spouse, they've taking, um, they are taking my hydroponics class, and now they want to expand on what they've learned and do a podcast and do blogs on how to grow things like this in their house. So for anyone that has that inspiration by going through our classes, we give them the tools that they need to take it to the next level. So anyone that's interested in one. In any of these programs, we will hand we will walk you through the full uh, development of creating a business. We've got at our fingertips. We've got access to um, legal consult to how to set up your your business and how to structure it. We've got access to to capital and other tools that will really help get you on, on your way to success. Absolutely, great information, Calvin. And I like that idea of them taking the class and then they're ready to teach a class and teach people mm-hmm. how to do it. And that just says you don't have to have 20 years' experience to do it. You can teach as you learn. You learn and you teach. That's why I always did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go out and yep. learn something and you go and teach it. And then you learn a little bit more about it. And the next time you teach it, you're a little bit better. I had a few mess-ups. I go out there and teach yep. it. You know? <laughs> oh, next time, I'm better. And the time after that, I'm better again, you know. Yep. So that, that's a great way to pass it on. And that's confidence. That's living mm-hmm. without fear. And that's, that's walking in faith. And that's being confident about what you're doing. And I like, and I like that term. I'm going to use that term some more, Calvin. Let's put a spark in them. We're yes. going to put a spark in you, okay? I like mm-hmm. that a lot. And I, I believe you do that, too. You, we're going to have to talk some more, Mr. Young. And so, uh, because that's what we want to do. We want to put mm-hmm. that spark in it, and then we want to light that spark, that firecracker, like that couple did, so they can go out and, and put a spark in someone else, in their grandchildren or children or the neighbor's children or whoever they encounter. And that's that's getting down to the nitty-gritty of what this is about, and that and that's just really an excellent way to put it. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna close out in a little in a few minutes, in a little while. But I want to ask you about these Microsoft classes that you're also are you teaching those classes in Harvey? I am. Know? I am teaching the Microsoft class. I've used Microsoft um, since the '80s, <laughs> or maybe even before then. But yeah, I teach. Uh, right now, we've got some workshops going on for all Microsoft um, household name products, such as Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and Outlook. Um, so we, we teach those. Those classes uh, are on Mondays. You can walk right in and jump right into our workshops. They are listed on our on our website. And we, if you've never used any of those tools before, don't fear. We will take you from how to launch whatever application it is, and how to generate a Word document, how to save a document, how to email it. So sign up for it. And then I'm very excited about the upcoming PowerPoint class because I love giving presentations. (laughs) 
and the the name that most companies that you're going to work for, most companies are are privy to uh, Microsoft PowerPoint. So we teach that if you want to learn about PowerPoint and how to create a slideshow uh, with the use of PowerPoint, we can do it. Wonderful, wonderful. And we still have more classes to talk about and more things to talk about over there at yes. entrepreneursacademy.net, as well as an upcoming, uh, in the beginning of next year, 12-week entrepreneurial program. And you want to go to entrepreneursacademy.net to learn more about that, about the 3D printing class, about the cooking for wellness classes, about the mental health wellness classes for entrepreneurs. Uh, they have those on Zoom. So there's a whole array of things, including the one-on-one mentoring, the uh, consultations if you're ongoing business and uh, you're trying to go to the next level or trying to sustain where you are, which is a struggle. We know the struggle's real. Then you want to go to entrepreneursacademy.net, hit that contact page, and you want to ask for a consultation so that you can get in the midst of this and all these resources and all this information. Mr. Young, we're going to close out. I'm going to ask you for your final words, please. Yes, ma'am. In today's economy and the landscape of our environment here in the U.S., um, things are, are possible more so now than ever before. Now you don't necessarily need a four-year degree to succeed. During COVID, we've realized that many um, African American and people of color did start small businesses. So it goes to show that you can launch a business, but you need to have these resources and these experiences behind you. And that's what we're doing at the at the Academy, Entrepreneurs Academy. Again, I teach urban farming mixed with conventional farming and hydroponics. Those are great skills to have for yourself, and you can educate your church, your community. Come in, take a class. I'm more than happy to come out and give a workshop at your location. And if you don't like farming, hey, you want to be a drone pilot, I will teach you how to acquire your Part 107 aviations, avionics license to make money, a lot of money, flying a drone. So we look forward to you reaching out to the Entrepreneurs Academy Again, my name is Calvin Young. If you have any questions, you can find me through our entrepreneursacademy.net. I appreciate this time, and I appreciate sharing all the amazing things that we're doing. And, again, I want to make sure that our people are not left behind in this digital divide. Thank you. And thank you, Mr. Young, for being with us today. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, and you're listening, you've been listening to CBN Business Journals. And to be a guest, give us a call. I want to close out with one of Kenny O.D.'s quotes. He's the owner of Qualls Films International and one of our previous guests. While it is easy to say nothing is a miracle and be sad, depressed, and unmotivated, I choose to say everything is a miracle and be happy. I'm walking with that today. You've been listening to CBN Business Journal. Visit us at Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. Thank you for being with us. Thank you.